All right, everybody, you've just tuned in to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And I guess we have a few things to talk about right now. I mean, there, there hasn't been a lot going on. Um, I can't even say that with a straight face, quite frankly. Um, there is uh, all kinds of stuff going on with Antonio Brown. We'll get to that in a minute. There is uh, a trade with Marcus Gilbert. And there is two new deals for Marquise Pouncey and Ramon Foster. So there, there are just all kinds of things going on with the Steelers right now. Um, and uh, joining me tonight to discuss that are Mr. C. Nick and Mr. Ben Anderson, who are now both on the West Coast, um, making my life miserable during the week uh, because they're up talking to each other late at night. Uh, Chris, how are things uh, in Sin City? Uh, things are great. I just got a workout in, got my Dunkin' ready, and uh, about to be making dinner after this. So, so, so like a, a workout in Vegas, is that like a Gold's Gym out there? Guys with gold chains and all that stuff? <laughs> um, I'm at the local Planet Fitness. So, oh, very nice. Um, very nice. Yeah, okay. it's, uh, it's fine. It's good. Good that's the, uh, the that's the 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 guilt free zone, right? You know, you don't look at anybody and judge and all that. Oh, stuff. I, I am. I'm looking, but uh, you know. <laughs> I, don't I was going to say anybody, I, yeah, there's people whatever. around everywhere down here. Um, people so judge definitely... in gyms; they just do it silently, and that's fine. absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. it's one of the, it's one of the more natural human traits. But uh, yeah. Ben, you, you, uh, you, you have a... people like me who just don't pay attention to anyone else at all in the gym, and I'm just like, whatever. I oh yeah, hi to you too. Uh, you, you mean you're not over there? Of it. You, you mean you're not there flexing in front of the mirrors? No, no. I I oh, wear man. I wear a sweatshirt and a ball cap down low <laughs> around my face, around my eyes, and I've got earbuds on, and I rarely make contact eye contact with anyone when I'm sitting there. I'm just like yeah, whatever. I mean, if I really needed a spot or something, I guess I might have to say something to somebody. Otherwise, I try to avoid. Right. Yeah, it uh we're working out at the uh any any type of public uh gym these days is is quite interesting. But uh anyway, that's not why everyone tuned in. If it is, they got another thing coming. Uh Antonio Brown. Uh so we wake up this morning, guys, and uh for all intents and purposes, it looks like A B is off to uh western New York. He's gonna go play with with young quarterback Josh Allen and the Bills and be part of Bill's Mafia, our friend Del, Del Reed. I'm sure extremely excited about all these possibilities. And then we kind of learn that it never really got off the ground. Uh, Chris, how excited were you when you first learned he could be going to Buffalo? It was like 9 o'clock here. Um, I was just relaxing and then, you know, getting all these alerts on my phone, ton of alerts, yeah. you know, message, messages from my friends and getting my phone's blowing up. I'm like, oh, crap, you know. AB's going to Buffalo, sweet. And I'm thinking like, well, we're not getting the ninth pick, so I guess we're getting some something else. You know, maybe a player. You know, I'm thinking, you know, Matt Milano, maybe a linebacker. I'm all these possibilities are just rushing through my head. Yeah. And then, um, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, it's it, it's a uh, you know fake news uh, comment from AB. So I'm like, <laughs> is he salty or is he just really saying it's fake? And then I'm like, oh, it's Ian Rappaport. It might be fake. Um, so. I was not happy to learn that um, the deal fell through. Um, him and Buffalo have been pretty funny, and you know, just getting him honestly out of the conversation with Pittsburgh anymore was the most enlightening thing 
Um, I was really happy jumping up and down, kind of um, just stoked, just stoked. But uh, didn't have. No, I, I'm right there with you. And, and and Ben, I know you were pretty excited, right? Yeah, I was tickled. I think, <laughs> I think honestly, almost anywhere he ends up, he's not going to have as good a quarterback situation, yeah. as good an offensive line. And he's going to put himself at a disadvantage. And, and you know, Larry Fitzgerald has already pointed all this out publicly. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. think that I'm exactly in the minority in this opinion. But, uh, yeah, I, going to Buffalo, the weather sucks. Sorry, Dale. Weather sucks. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback situation isn't great. They don't really have a whole lot of chance to uh, to compete for a championship there. And, you know, I I was probably dreaming when I was thinking this, but I was really hoping that maybe Tremaine Edmonds was involved in that trade. <laughs> you know, I know I was dreaming. I was dreaming. But, you know, gosh, that would have been yeah. straight up. I would have been like, oh, really? Um, okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. And it came crashing down, as as Chris said, pretty, pretty quickly. And 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 so today has been just an absolute whirlwind um, for for those of us that that follow the Steelers um, as intensely as we do. Um, you know, we we started to hear this morning that this was all AB's fault. Um, you know, Kevin Colbert was pretty clear um, about the fact that that he was gonna you know, make the trade how he felt was necessary and how, you know, it was going to go how he wanted it to go. And turns out that didn't really happen that way. Um, you know, Ben, um, AB kind of decided, no, I'm not going to Buffalo. And, and, and by some accounts, that's what killed this. Is, is that accurate based on what you've heard? Yeah. He, uh, he had his agent call the, the bills and say, Mike, player doesn't want to play in Western New York and he will not report. So, you know, the right thing to do is tell you this before you complete the trade was the way that I I guess Rosenhaus delivered the message. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, he just, he just won't play there. And so I don't want to put you guys in a position where you're giving something up for a guy that, that won't come to work. Yeah, so yeah, and, I mean, basically, I mean, and, and you know, Chris talked about this before, so I'll I'll kind of let pass this off to him. But you know, the yeah. long and the short of it is, before the Steelers could get word to Drew Rosenhaus that this was going on, mm-hmm. and put the Bills in touch with AB to discuss the terms of the trade and what if you make it everything right. else, um, he already knew about it because. Rappaport had reported about it and and made it sound like it was a done deal, and that that pissed Brown off. So yeah. you Fake know news. you're yeah. you're already you're already reacting from emotion, and then that team that wants to trade for you isn't really given a chance to to get their two cents in. Well, um, you know, Chris. Uh, We've since kind of learned um, that Brown may have also uh, nixed trades to Washington and Arizona over the last several days. Um, So, uh, Chris, I'm going to ask you to do something that I know you're going to struggle with, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, 
put yourself in uh, the shoes of Kevin Colbert here. And um, how are you, how are you dealing with this? Because you've got a guy who is basically saying, Nope, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Um, and, and so your, your, your hands are kind of tied if you're Kevin Colbert. So what, what do you do here? Because there is an option where you say, you know what, we're not trading you. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll send you the email on when you're supposed to report uh, for OTAs and mini camp and everything else, you know? So what do you do? Um, it, it's tough because you don't want him to kind of dictate where he goes, but then again, he has the power to just not play again. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he does have that sort of uh, leverage on, on his end. And on the other end, when you're Kevin Colbert, you really have to unload this guy because there's no coming back after all of his comments went public and all of his comments kind of um, you hit the mainstream, really attacking the Steelers organization, attacking Ben, attacking Tomlin. Um, you can't let somebody like that back in. Um, he's really trying to get released so he can go where he wants to go for the amount of money that he wants to be paid. So finding a suitor to take on AB, um, you know, he, the, the talent that he brings is one thing, but the off field, the, the financials is another, and he has to like where he's going to go or he just won't, he just won't go. Um, he just won't report. And, and then, you know, it reflects badly on Colbert because he didn't kind of get into that. So what he has to do is figure out honestly where he could unload him to, where he would be happy, but in the same sense, getting back value compensation, um, the correct compensation, the compensation that will benefit the Steelers, like he said before, um, which is tough. That's a tough question. Um, yeah, it ranges yeah. from we we need a first no matter what to, you know, we'll take a, a second and a fourth because those two, you know, add up to be um, to the value of a first round or two. Um, you've had Sears media say that we'll take a seventh, just get this guy out of here. Um, everyone has their def- different def- different definition on what we need to get back. Um, right. Which is tough. You can't please everybody, but at the same time, as long as it'll help the steers organization um, and AB, AB will report, um, you know, it has to get done. So kind of have to figure out, you know, where he will be able to, to fit in and where he will be able to accept going to. So, so Ben, I'm going to throw it over to you and I'm just going to simply say um, based on what you've seen and what I've seen and what Chris has seen, I mean, there's, there's some people that, that think, you know, you've got to have a one or it's, it's a, it's a bad deal. Uh, there's other people that I'll take a four and a five just to get rid of them. So where are you? Where, uh, Ben, what, what, what are you going to take just to say I'm free of this guy? Uh, I want a one still. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm, if I'm Colbert, I'm digging my heels in. I mean, this is just, this is me. I don't know that this is what he's going to do, but I want a one. And if he wants to sabotage that deal, as he apparently is repeatedly doing, uh, I don't trade him. I say, well, screw you. I tried trading you. I worked my ass off to try and trade you. Yeah. You weren't satisfied with it because you weren't involved in the negotiations. And as a result, you're still here. You're a Pittsburgh Steeler. You can come to work or not. It's up to you. You're under contract with us. Play or don't. And then, and, you know, all the special treatment he got before. And you, I'm not, you and I don't – we don't need to get into that right now. No, but, no. But there, there, was, there were a lot of exceptions made for A.B. because of things that were going on in his life. 
made by the Steelers. There were yeah. a lot of things. There were a lot of things that were never reported that happened because the Steelers PR and, and media management people protected AB. All of that stuff goes away. All of it. He gets no more protection, no more special treatment. The first time he screws up, given his track record, you suspend him, which opens him up to uh, to bonus forfeiture, and you go after his signing bonus money. Enough of this BS. Start playing hardball with this guy. That, or he gets in line and helps you trade him. One of the two. So we're at uh, we're we're at quite a, uh, a crossroads here now. Now I'm I'm just going to throw out the latest on what I've heard, and and that you know Oakland has been the one constant in this entire thing, and I think yep, for most weeks. of us most of us yeah most of us know that because they've got the three first round picks, so therefore they they've got a little more flexibility, and plus they've got a second round pick sitting what at thirty five I think, um, so so they they've definitely you know can kind of sit there and and make some make some. Uh, choices, make some calls and that kind of stuff. Um, the, the one team that has also popped up on, on my radar has been Kansas City. Um, there is some talk they'd be willing to make some sort of a deal, maybe player trade type thing. Uh, we were chatting about it prior to uh, recording here and the name Sammy Watkins popped up. I, you know, again, there's a lot of financial stuff that's got to go there, but, but also the health thing health thing with with Watkins he's had some foot injuries and stuff and I I don't know how crazy I would be about a wide receiver with you know marginal hands maybe decent hands I don't know um with with foot issues and um so we'll we'll see where this goes and and for all I know guys uh, we're gonna get a text here one of us and we'll find out exactly by the end of this program but um I I'm I'm hoping nothing nothing happens until tomorrow morning but uh um, I'm here. I I got one, and and it, I don't know yeah. how legit it is. I just got one a minute sure. a minute ago that said he's he's going to Oakland. It's done. But you know, yeah, I like to verify these things. So absolutely, yep. I because I don't I don't know where this person got it. So uh, I, it's not somebody in the building. If it was somebody in the building, I would just tell you it's done. But it's not. It's, it's yeah. somebody who's connected. Yeah. And I got the same thing. He could be wrong, so I don't. I don't want to say that. Well, and of course, there was the 15 second Instagram live video earlier where somebody in the background blurted uh, black and gray. You're already wearing black and gray, and and so of course everyone's run with that. Um, but uh, you know, I it, it's it was always the target from day one. Um, in, in those days after the season ended, when when this was popping up, everybody was suspecting the Raiders. Um, Gruden has spoken glowingly of AB in the past and, and, you know, you, you give him to Derek Carr, if Derek Carr even is still there, who knows? Um, but you know, and plus I think you got to throw in the Vegas factor too. And I think AB would be all over that versus of course, going to Western New York. Um, Something real quick. Um, yeah, here in Vegas, um, I'm from, (laughs) I'm from Ohio. My backyard was huge. It took me like two hours to cut the goddamn grass in Ohio. Here, <laughs> the grass barely grows. The, the backyards here um, yeah. are very big. There's not much land. I mean, he's going to be multimillionaire, but there's not that much land. Like it's, it might be a little tough for him to uh, to find all that land that he has in Pittsburgh here. It's he, yeah. it's, it's going to be very very tough. Um, he'd, he'd live out in Lake Locks. He'd live out in Lake Las Vegas in that area. He wouldn't. He wouldn't live in Vegas proper. I don't think nobody with money seems to, unless they own a casino. 
<laughs> there's a, there's areas here where it's just multi-million dollar. I mean, um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Mayweather. He lives like ten minutes from me. McMansion. Um, oh, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. He lives but, in a uh, giant. He lives in a giant McMansion that that's ridiculous and gaudy. But he's not going to no. get the, the same atmosphere as he did in Pittsburgh. Here, it's just not going to happen. Of course oh, not. Good. But yeah. but he's yeah. not necessarily looking for that. And and honestly, and this is just playing devil's advocate. But there there is a there is a smart aspect about going out to Vegas or, or wanting to, to go to Vegas eventually mm-hmm. in as much as there's no state income tax. Yeah. So, I mean, getting traded yeah. to Oakland yeah. is a bad thing because California state income tax is very high, but if you're only playing there for a year, that's not necessarily that big a deal to get to go to Vegas later and yeah. have no state income tax. Yeah, that, that that's a huge point. And, uh, you know, Florida, that's why so many of these guys like to live in right. Florida as well. Um, you know, no no state income tax. But, uh, by the way, those lawn tips, uh, those mowing lawn tips uh, brought to you by uh, Scenic, um, who, who obviously did not like mowing the lawn uh, back here in the east. But uh, yeah. in any case, you're <laughs> listening to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And uh, right now you can get the new uh, Steel City Pride shirt. It's kind of a neat-looking shirt. It's got um, uh, a view of Heinz Field uh, kind of on the top of the shirt and then almost like a family crest-looking thing involving three of the hypocycloids uh, and and stuff. So really, really neat shirt. And, of course, um, the shirt is only part of it, uh, people. Because eight bucks from every shirt sold goes to a very, very important cause. And um, right now they are doing uh, the Johnstown Cinderella project and uh, very, very important stuff there. So please consider buying. It's a super comfortable shirt. You know, if you're one of these people that, you know, you like the heavy cotton or you like the silky style uh, shirts, dry fits type shirts, these are like right in between. So they're like, just really, really comfortable. So can't uh, can't suggest them uh, any more than I already do. But uh, let's uh, let's move away from Brown here because there is some other news today. Uh, Marcus Gilbert and guys, we we've talked about this for months that that we thought he was going to be moving on either via trade or release. Um, you know, so I I think um, oh I, I just lost Chris. Uh, ben, are you there? I'm still here. Okay, I I don't know what happened to Chris. Uh, he said I couldn't hear you. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on here until he pops back up. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, I think you and I were on the same page with this with Marcus Gilbert probably looking at a six round pick, uh, and that's exactly what the Steelers got with Arizona. Uh, I gotta be honest. Thoughts? I I yeah. thought I thought there was a good possibility, especially with the the right tackle from. Uh, Jacksonville getting cut today. There, there was a good chance that that he they would get nothing or like a, a conditional seven. I was pretty happy with getting a six. Um, I know some people Same. weren't because because he is a quote unquote starting right tackle and that his value should be higher. He hasn't played in twenty one of the past thirty three games due to suspension and or injuries. You can't really call the guy a starter anymore. No. Um, He's certainly capable of being a starter when he's healthy, but he hasn't been able to be healthy. And availability is a very important ability. And he he hasn't proven that he's that reliable lately. So getting a six for him, as far as I'm concerned, that's a win. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. Um, I, I, I understand what people were thinking, like, hey, I've got a starting right tackle here. Why aren't we getting more? But, but it's exactly what you just said. It, the most important thing you can have as an NFL player is availability. Um, and and if, if you're not available, you're not worth the, the cost that – that many people think you're going to uh, you're going to earn. So I was totally fine with him going to uh, uh, Pittsburgh West or Heinz Field West, whatever we want to call it. And uh, you know, I think he's a good guy. I wish him well, and and he he just couldn't couldn't stay healthy. And you know, at the same time, you got to look at at the depth the Steelers have at that position. Uh, right. Filer played well and you you've got Gerald Hawkins sitting there you got Chooks Okorafor who started a game there and played pretty decently so I, I you know what sometimes you you gotta you gotta move on and I think that's what they're doing and I see C Nick just jumped back in uh technical difficulties on your end there eh Chris I guess so um <laughs> it's I don't even know anymore are uh, you on wi-fi <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the Wi-Fi's. Are, uh, are you stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi or something, Chris? Is that I'm it? not. It's a it's a bigger <laughs> house, and I'm kind of away from the router right now. Um, okay, uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, but we're, we're uh, Chris. Your, your thoughts, tackles here? Yeah, we're just talking about the trade of uh, of Gilbert here. Yeah, um, I recommended they do that um, two months ago, and I'm glad that they uh, kind of got around to it. It's smart because of the, uh, you know, next year he's going to be a free agent anyway, and um, some cap relief. So um, I like it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're... Uh, we, we should have discussed that real quickly. Um, I'm not one who who weighs dead money mm-hmm. when the, the the cap space created is much greater than the dead money left. The the cap space created by his trade will be four point nine million dollars. That's all you need to know. Don't worry about yeah. the dead money because the dead money is it's one point seven, but it doesn't matter. Right. After that one point seven, it's still four point nine million dollars, almost five million dollars in created cap space. And that's significant. So Definitely. this is a good trade. And and getting a six getting a six is you know. I, I like yeah. I said, given the fact that that Jacksonville cut their right tackle today, mm-hmm. I was pretty pleased that they got a six. I really thought that it would be worse. I, I, yeah, you you can't undervalue the fact of the cap space, and you know that that's just huge moving forward. And like you said, I I think they're they're looked like oh geez, we're gonna have competition now, which is gonna drive the price down. Maybe not even get the seven. Right. Um, so I, I yeah, I take this and run. And, and you know the Steelers are sitting there now with three sixth round picks. So I mean, if you're sitting there in the third or fourth round and and you want to move up a little bit to grab a guy you really like, now you package a couple of those sixth or something. So I mean, it's nice to have, and and you'd, you'd much rather have it than not. That's for sure. I know a sixth round pick isn't always flashy, but you know, insert Antonio Brown slash Tom Brady comment there for sixth round. But um, you know, it, it is what it is, and and I yeah. think they made a good AB AB was a comp six. <laughs> AB yeah. was practically a seven. Yeah, it's incredible when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it might be um, big... a, a luxury pick when we when we look at this in perspective. It might end up being a luxury pick where um, you know a punter, a kicker, a um, a return specialist, um, maybe just a regular like uh, 
like a center, um, something that you kind of wouldn't see coming, like we did um, before with the long snapper situation. Yeah. But this might be considered a luxury pick come draft time, and then kind of a, a guy that can challenge somebody for uh, like Boswell or we need a punter mm-hmm. right now. Uh, that would be great. Um, these drafted punters are actually working out really well in the past couple of years, if you can look back. Um, so uh, we can uh, kind of go through that. I might actually do a punter or two profiles just to kind of uh, see what I can get through. I never really done one before, so we'll see what I can do. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah with all the guys we have left and you're talking about punters. <laughs> it won't take yeah. long. It won't take long. So, you know, I, we should, we should probably cover the, uh, the, the thing that spilled out on Twitter about the Steelers not tendering uh, Jordan Berry this week. I yeah, to clarify that. Yeah. Encapsulate it real quickly. For some reason, Ed Bouchette put something in an article yesterday that the Steelers decided not to tender Jordan Berry and that he'll be an unrestricted free agent on March 13th. Well, he was always scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent on March 13th. He was not a restricted free agent. There was no way they could have tendered him this year. So it really makes no difference. Um, I don't necessarily count him out. I don't think that they are going to necessarily just let him walk. Uh, I think they'll offer him something. Because he does what they like him to do. He places the ball inside the 20 when he's in range. And they like that about him, which is why they've kept him around for so long. Uh, He's not been a consistent punter. There's no question. But he does one thing very, very well, which is how he's maintained employment. So I would like to see them bring someone in to compete with him, someone legitimate to compete with him. But I don't necessarily know that's going to happen. The other thing is, regarding Chris Boswell, um, you know, he's got a $2 million roster bonus due on the 17th of March. If he is not cut before that day, he gets that money. Mm -hmm. Then there's going to be a, and I'm holding my fingers up right now, making quotation marks, competition in camp for the kicker spot. If Boswell's already been paid $2 million in March, they're not cutting him in August. Right. That competition's going to be a joke. I mean, I, I don't – joke is probably a strong word, but it's not going to be real, guys. Not very he's legitimate. No, nah, he's going to be the kicker next year. And, I you know, some people are not going to like that. But think back to 2017 when he was Mr. Reliable and try to – taken into consideration that there was something wrong with him physically this last year and let's get past that and hopefully you know he writes the ship because we got him for another year i i can tell you i'm 99 percent sure that's going to be the case yeah that's uh that that was a good point to bring that up on him and and um uh, barry as well yeah because uh needed a little clarification on on those um also and and this won't you know, require a lot of conversation here, but you know, the Steelers re uh, redid a deal for uh, Marquise Pouncey um, three year. What was he three years? And uh, well, anyway, he'll be about 11 million a season, right? Right. Yeah. He's the highest paid center in the league now. Or yeah, will be. And the, the new money is the new money is the new money. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, in the Ramon Foster thing, I, you know, and no disrespect to Marquise because uh, he deserves every penny. But just the, the Foster thing, guys, I think really caught us off guard because, uh, and no pun intended there, um, you know, 33 years old, 
and by all accounts, we thought he was headed off into the free agent blue yonder to find much bigger money. Um, Chris, how surprised were you with this with, with Foster? I was very surprised. Um, I would pegged him as gone uh, the entire pretty much off season because of what yeah. he said prior, prior to the season. And um, he said that he went and paid and um, with big capital letters paid. So I thought he was going to get a lot more and when to leave and especially with all the drama and all the, the what have you going on. Um, but you know what? One thing that this, uh, that no one has really said about this is um, Pouncey and um, Foster resigning. They must trust this new O-line coach that's coming in here, coming in, but who is, uh, you know, head of that area. Uh, they must trust him to, um, to help out. So I like that. They've, They've spoken very highly of him. The guys that have talked about him, yeah, um, they know and he's him been there. Well. Yeah, he's been there. What? He's been there longer he, than Munchak, hasn't right? He? Yeah, he was. He was there for two years before Munch came to work there, and yeah. he's been the assistant offensive line coach that entire time. And for five years, he worked under Munch, learning the craft under him. So mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's qualified. And yeah, I agree. Chris just made a really good point. Those guys coming back and and Pouncey, well, Pouncey extending and and Foster coming back Mm -hmm. speaks volumes to the fact that, yeah, they trust this guy. The Steelers also signed another assistant offensive line coach. That is significant from my perspective. And I'm sorry, I don't remember his name right now. I have to look it up. Um, uh, That's significant from the standpoint that the reason, supposedly, Mm-hmm. And and this comes from Foster, and this is just me BSing with him one day on on Twitter. The reason that they have been a pretty good unit in his mind, or one of the reasons, is they get a lot of work because they would split into two groups and they would get more reps going through drills. You yeah. know, one group working with one coach and one group working with the other. So you know, it it just it helped them from that standpoint. More individualized coaching because you've only got you know eleven guys, including the practice squad guys, and you got two coaches. Mm-hmm. It helped them out, so uh, they're going to continue in that vein with two coaches in that unit. And I, I was pleased. Yeah, and I agree. And I, I mean, I, I think hometown discount is definitely a, a fair thing to say here because. You know he's he fosters at two years and eight point two five million. And um, as we were chatting, getting ready for the show, I mean, what was it, Ben? He'll rank like thirty fourth or thirty fifth in terms of yeah. guards. Thirty fourth highest paid guard in the league. I mean, the people that yeah. are saying that this is all he's worth, I'm like, what are you talking about? Top ten guards, top ten paid guards in the NFL make over nine million dollars. Foster's going to make less than half of that. Yeah, it's it's not. It, he definitely could have made more money to leave. If it, had he walked away, he mm-hmm. probably would have made double what the Steelers are paying him. And I'm not yeah. at all exaggerating. Eight nope. million dollars would have been about where he came in. Three years, twenty-four million for some team, maybe Denver. That that was where I thought he was going to end up. To be perfectly frank, same, same here. Um, and the fact that he, that he stayed speaks volumes about the organization and about Sean Serrett. So I'm glad Chris brought that up. Yeah, and and just to mention, too, Chris also reminding me uh, 
uh, off mic here. Adrian Clem um, is is the new assistant offensive ah. line coach, um, and, and so we'll uh, we'll see. He's he was out at UCLA most recently. Um, so yeah, great to have both of those guys back. I, I mean, I, I think all of us kind of agree that 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 Foster has a, a little bit of limitation in pass blocking at times. Um, but you know, they also tendered uh, uh, BJ Finney at three million. Um, so I, I mean, the offensive line is good and it's going to have some depth. I mean, there is no reason this offensive line should not be one of the really, really sound spots on this team come 2019. Um, in, in our last few minutes, guys, um, I, I know uh, Chris wants to talk a little bit about some of the guys that we've uh, uh, profiled um, as, as our draft profiles are rolling off. Um, Chris and uh, Greg and Eli are doing an excellent job of, of profiling all these different young guys that are going to be, Potential Steelers targets in the draft, and and um, with with AB potentially being traded by the time I get done with this sentence, um, Chris, go ahead and start out with a, a receiver that that could uh, fill the void there. Yeah, uh, real quick, um, going to kind of piggyback what Mark just said. Um, we'd like to shout out E or sorry Eli and Greg for coming on. We have a small group here at uh, SC Blitz, and uh, them coming on and helping out. Um, you know, really thankful and grateful for them. Um, yep. But going into the uh, wide receiver here, I I went through Hakeem Butler's film. Um, really liked his 2017 tape, but going into his 2018 tape, um, a guy who's six six, two hundred twenty five, um, mm-hmm. has a you know really long wingspan, um, athletic guy for being so big. Um, you like him at the at the catch point, definitely in the red zone. Has um, drop issues. Has a sixteen point five percent drop rate um a lot of that is due to focus um so i think it could be cleaned up um it's pretty decent after the catch um there's not much to dislike about him um he just needs some some time his quarterback wasn't very good either um does very good coming back to the ball good on the sideline with his feet Um, most Mm -hmm. of the time he has two feet in i like that a lot at the catch point um, always high points of football he's tough to cover um would like to see him in black and gold in round two. Um, I think he's a a high round two kind of guy, um, so we'd like to see him there. Um, I didn't. That's the only wide receiver I profiled. I know Greg um, did a few others, but um, I, I can definitely see the Steelers being interested, especially with his athleticism. But the drop rate is a little concerning. Um, I know there's a lot of guys that are really high on him, and there's some that are really low. I'm kind of in the middle, but a little higher um, on Hakeem Butler. And he, a very and good wide receiver the- class. He's a kid from Iowa State, right? Iowa State, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, every time you talk to people about receivers coming out of, of the Big 12, I mean, they always talk about these Baylor guys and these Oklahoma guys and everything else. And he sounds to be almost very, uh, very different from a lot of those receivers. I mean, six foot six, big wingspan. I mean, maybe he's a different breed all the way around. Yeah, he reminds me of Paxico Burris a lot, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he has not hit his peak yet. Um, has a pretty high ceiling with a um, a decent floor, which is which you like to see. Um, so at best, he could be your number one, and at worst, you know, he's you're looking at a number three or number four down the line. Um, that's why you want to spend um, a round two pick on him. So, um, Ben, let me let me ask you this question, um, and I'll move away from a draft profile here for a second. And is there a free agent wide receiver that you would like the Steelers to maybe target if if the draft isn't something that they're going to do? 
To be honest, no. Um, I, no, not really. It, just yeah. because they're so expensive. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why number two and three wide receivers make so much money, but they do. And it's just the Steelers have not that much cap space, you know, and, and mm-hmm. with the cap coming in lower than it was actually expected to. Uh, yeah, it did go up, but it didn't go up as much as people expected it to. The Steelers have less room than they thought they were going to have. And, uh, you know, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of it on a wide receiver who's going to be at best a number three. You know what I mean? Um, If I bring a guy in off the street, you know, he's going to be making close to the minimum and I'm bringing him in for leadership to replace DHB. Uh, I'm not, I'm not signing a guy for $10 million a year to be a number three wide receiver. So that in the wide receiver class doesn't exactly thrill me this year anyway, as far as the, the free agency free agent goes. So I, I'm not, you know, not really. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, there's a couple of guys that are intriguing to me, but the problem is they get real um, um, not intriguing to me when I start looking at just what you said, which is, is, is price. Um, just the cost of these second and third receivers has just gotten absolutely uh, ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, it 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 is. It's um, it, it's almost it's be they've become the relief the middle relief pitchers of of football. You know, middle relief pitchers getting paid just exorbitant amounts of money. You know, for these guys will come in and throw six pitches, uh, a game. It just it's just bizarre. Um, anyway, Chris, uh, we're about ready to wrap things up here on the show. Any any final thoughts here? Uh, uh, I'm looking at all of my um, accounts and everything else, and, and, and to this point. I believe Antonio Brown is still under contract with the Steelers. Um, and, and we'll try to throw something together really quick if indeed uh, something changes. But but any final thoughts for this evening? Yeah. Um, but, you know, before you – not you, but, you know, the general families kind of goes out and says, we need to get this guy in this round or this guy in that round. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind that a lot happens, especially free agency. Free agency is huge. There's going to be a ton – of changes with team needs from now until then. So we need to kind of um, put that in perspective and you know, we might not need an inside linebacker come, uh, come April. We, we might not, we might not need a cornerback. We might not need a receiver anymore. You just never know. Uh, tons of trades, tons of signings are going to happen. So um, we're going to be, we're going to be um, fleshing out these profiles and just keep, keep in mind that, uh, you know, we may or may not need this uh, player or position uh, come April. Yeah, and it's a good point, by the way, and and I know we've profiled several tight ends already, and I see a lot of comments, especially on Facebook, like, we don't need another tight end, you know? It's like, well, I got news for you, people. Uh, You've got Vance McDonald, who's had injury issues. Jesse James, based on what what Nick Boyle just signed for, he's not coming back, and that leaves you with Xavier Grimble. Xavier Xavier Fumble. Sorry, I was fumbling that last name there. Uh, so, you know, don't, don't just toss out, uh, the things we put out there because they may, as Chris pointed out, be needs, but, uh, Ben, any parting shots tonight before we wrap it up? Uh, you, you already took my thunder with, uh, the, the tight end need, oh, which is, shoot. is sorry, sorry. definitely there, but I think, uh, you know, not to be captain obvious here. The first thing I want them to do is look at getting an inside linebacker, a Mac yeah. inside linebacker and a corner 
and maybe a safety. And that may be even more pressing than a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm right with you. They've got things to shore up uh, and, and uh, it's time. It is definitely time. So um, been a lot to discuss tonight on the show. And, and as always, thanks for joining us on the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. Again, uh, get over to their website, check them out. And uh, remember, when you buy a shirt, you're also donating eight bucks to a really, really good cause over there. So thanks to those guys. Thanks to everybody. Uh, continue to follow us along on social media at SC Blitz. And, of course, visit the website, Steel City Blitz. Dot com. And for Chris and Ben, this is Steel Dad signing off. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens.